This is a podcast by The Straits Times. About 30 minutes ago, there was another uh, air raid siren that just went off, a series of air raid siren, and um, we're just waiting to, to see is there going to be another aerial attack. Right now, I can still see um, people walking about, mostly with luggages, um, or people are just planning on the, what are the options and, and what, where are they going to go from here. Right now, is, um, I'm stocked up. I, I have, I have um, sufficient rations and water to, to last through a period of time. Um, as long as electricity is still available and internet is still available, I don't think I need to evacuate yet because evacuating uh, raises another whole series of problems. Um, and and like my wife is U- Ukrainian. She's part of the reservist here. So if she, in the event that she becomes mobilized, and then she becomes that a medical officer in, in the army. Then perhaps then I know that she's well taken care of. Uh, until uh, my wife and, and the family are, are pretty well taken care of, I think I will be able to contribute a lot more being here than being back in Singapore. If you're talking about evacuation, right? Then then you have to, we have to plan um, which path of exit that we will have uh, that, that that is actually better for us. And we do not want to be stuck on the highway and then you have no fuel, no food, and the weather is cold and you have another whole series of problems. We have made evacuation plan, but it's not something that we would like to implement lightly because we're taking a lot, of, we're actually taking a lot bigger risk than staying in Kiev. This how this how we see it. So you were saying that there were some explosions that happened this morning, right? So how how far yeah. would you say is that from where you are staying? I assume maybe within a 20 to 40 kilometer range based on the time that they explode and by the time I hear the explosion. So I, I'll gauge it as about 20 to 40 kilometers. Hopefully, I am not living in some place whereby it's of a military uh, strategic interest for the Russian. Like, give me a minute, I need to take a call from my mom. I, I just need to calm my parents that uh, still alive and well. Your family in Singapore must be pretty concerned for your safety. Yes, yes. everyone, everyone um, uh, is very concerned and worried, friends and family. Yeah, mm. but, oh, I guess I, I, I'm, but it's not the first time that they were concerned and worried because when, um, about three years ago, when the COVID virus broke out, I was in China as well. So, so it's not exactly my first crisis situation, no. Uh, I told her I'm, I'm, I'm back at home. Um, I'm just following what the government has advised to, to stay indoors and um, don't don't go out unnecessarily and wait for new uh, information because the government are taking as much uh, um, practical action as they can and um, that's that's all we can do now. Right? Because uh, we choose to be in Kiev. Now it was a conscious choice. Right? So we made this conscious choice to be in Kiev so we already prepare them for as much as uh, we can. And how's the mood like there? Everyone is tense, without a doubt. Everyone is tense because um, once you, if, if you hear an uh, explosion um, above, above in the sky above your head, yeah, naturally you'll be tense because that means that the fighting has, has come right to the doorstep. Um, how, how intense this fighting will become or go on, that becomes more of a political situation to be unraveled. Um, well, I moved here last year, and um, since um, they detected the, the intelligence, the report detected the bill of Russian military at the borders, 
um, I could see there was more um, reservist activity and a uh, lot more soldiers uh, everywhere. And then um, you, you tend to see that the busloads of uh, reservists or soldiers being um, sent to, to out of the city. Um, but you don't feel the, the tension in Kiev proper because the, the fighting has been going on on the Donetsk and Lugansk side for the last eight years. So, so fighting over, when the fight, when the fight first started eight years ago, life in Kiev was still as per normal because the, the, the economy was still operating and functioning. This time around, uh, it's slightly different because today you can see uh, the economy has come to a standstill pretty much because uh, most of the shops are closed. Um, uh, the, the buses and the subway is, uh, are still operating, but economy on its own has pretty much come to a standstill. I can tell you it's definitely a, a higher escalation when compared to how the fight uh, was eight years ago in Kiev, which I wasn't here. That's why I can, I can tell, tell you from what I know from my Ukrainian friends that eight years ago when the fighting, it was, it was done far away. Um, as of uh, today, um, the, yeah, the fighting has uh, has arrived at the doorstep. You mentioned earlier about the bomb, the explosions that you heard today. Can you describe the the what you saw and the sound as well? What you heard? Um, well, somewhere in that general direction, um, it was a very instantaneous flash. Um, for a moment, I thought I saw a moon, and that was being covered by the clouds. But but then. The clouds would not be able to move that fast. Uh, maybe about three seconds later, I hear a very loud boom, which um, sounded different from the regular fireworks because um, military grade pyrotechnics, they, they tend to sound differently if you have attended any live firing exercise. So, so that's when we know that, okay, the, the fighting has, has arrived. Yeah. It's, it was definitely very loud and clear. And actually, um, later on, I think we'll have to tip up our glass window in case of the shock waves and then we become collateral damage and oh it's, it's not a good time to have broken windows in Kiev right now. Well, I could tell you that maybe earlier on today about uh, about uh, three hours ago I saw two jets flew past the uh, very low flying jets I, w I wasn't able to identify were they Ukrainians or were they Russians but if they were heading north I would assume they were Ukrainians. How would you describe the, the scene there? No, there, there is definitely no frenzy, no panic, right? People are still very civilized. Everybody queue up to, to, to pay for their purchases and everybody wait to, for their turn to, 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 to buy whatever they need to buy and, and things like that. There's a military curfew. Um, of course, uh, um, there's a restriction on uh, purchasing of fuel. Um, in fact, most of the fuel stations has uh, ceased operation. I think they're diverted to just part of uh, infrastructure assets. Um, that's it. Everybody today is the first day, right? So, so everybody is just trying to get the proper official message um, uh, along. Then um, it's tense, but there's no panic. They're talking about curfew has in like are, are there police or are there soldiers uh, uh, patrolling the streets and things like that? No, not in Kiev. Um, the people are still behaving very civilized. There's no panic. Uh, of course, we, we do have uh, traffic jams for those trying to leave the city. Um, 
But other than those that are inside the cities, um, this is still pretty calm. This country is very uh, resilient, right? They, 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 they have been through so many crises in a very short time. Pretty much uh, the average, um, I think, since the collapse of the Soviet Union, the hyperinflation, um, then they have this, um, the Orange Revolution, then they have the Maidan Revolution, then they have this war. But despite, despite being a rather unstable uh, place to live in, they have continued to thrive. You know, they, they have very, they have, um, the IT engineers in Ukraine are actually very good. They, they do a lot of IT development and IT projects here. So, so they are actually in tune with the new economy as well. And at the same time, they are also a breadbasket of Europe because agriculture and their export businesses are very strong. So fundamentally, this country is very sound with a very vibrant youth that wants to have a better future. I will not be able to live with myself if I just take off and go on my own. I, I can just I can just track to Poland and if, if I need to, or Hungary if I need to. But then I... I would not be able to live with myself because I didn't stick around to help. So, so, so my main focus is actually just, you know, to, to help in any way that I can and, and help, help um, my, my family, friends, neighbors, to, to everybody to, to survive this situation. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.